0: Of the Filthy Net Deckers podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and you can find me at Darth Heretic all across the internet. And as always, I'm joined by my incredible co host, Tony. You can find him at MTG Tony if you so desire. This episode is brought brought to you today by the letter J. Whether you're juggling a jolly jaguar or if you're joking with jet lagged Japanese jellyfish, J is here for you. June is almost here, (laughs) then July. So put away your jacket, Joey.
1: We're going to jam this junky jigsaw puzzle all the way to Jersey. Pretty good. <laughs> thanks, Nate. <clears throat> I was feeling especially jubilant today. Thanks to this jug of jelly beans I bought at J.C. Food Stores. Yeah, yeah, I can throw my own Jays in there, too. This episode is also brought to you today by Andyman Dessert and Baking Company in Amesbury, Massachusetts. They offer the finest coffee beverages and specialty drinks. They have a wide variety of traditional and Italian pastries, but they are known locally for their delicious fresh baked bagels. You can order them online at AndyMan.com and be sure to tell them you heard this on the Filthy Netdecker's podcast. Wait, Tony, did you actually get AndyMans to sponsor us? That's awesome! Well, well, no, but but if someone did want to sponsor us, that's exactly what it would sound like. Okay, and I love AndyMan anyway. I was eating a bagel when I was writing this intro, and I'm like, you know what? Anime should sponsor us. So then I just wrote it all up, and I'm like, this is what it would sound like. It sounds good, doesn't it? But, anyway. <clears throat> uh, well, we got we the already back. have the best sponsors anyway, Tony? We totally do. Our patrons.
2: Mm-hmm. And if you want to
1: support the podcast, the best way to do that is to go to patreon.com slash filthy netdeckers and join up. You get access to our Discord server, you get to listen to the pre-show each week. This week, in particular, was... Very interesting. <laughs> I suggest certain people don't listen to it. <laughs> but, you know, you don't get those inside jokes unless, you know, you actually got to listen to it. And you can only do that if you're a patron. Uh, we also have monthly tournaments and free entry into them if you uh, are a patron. So, you know, join up. It's probably the best deal in all of Magic. And it's just a few click-click-clicks away. I will always
0: uh, give time out for patrons. I'll always give time out for a patron pitch, but did you really just give away free ad space on our podcast show for for a company half of our people, half of our listeners don't hear? Only half, because I'm sure the
1: other half actually live in the town. So I think that's, you think that's going to work? Yeah. I mean, most people live within, you know, half hour's drive that we yeah, but, listen but, to us. But no way it actually works. In fact, if it's going to work. Get, if you can get a sponsor
0: within the next month, I will wear a dress to the next pre-release.
1: No way. Yep, I'll do it. I'll bet. Totally bet. Doing it. <laughs> I'll get us a sponsor within the next month. So by June, hey, that's such of the J, 25th. Yep. I'm going to do it. I'm, I want to get you in a dress at the next pre-release. Done. Done. Let's do it. Anyone listening, please sponsor us. There will be pictures everywhere. <laughs> it's going to be great. So anyway, we do have a great episode, as always, lined up for you today. We're going to start off with our Filthy Netdeckers 101, where I hear there might be some good news. You never know. Uh, then we're going to move on to our Casual Upgrades, a segment meant to help you all get better at magic. Then we'll go over the Streets of Nuka Penta Championship deck lists. We've got a bunch to talk about there. And if we have time, we'll share our own decks with you. How's that sound to you, Nate? It's like bon. nice, nice.
3: Nice. Filthy Nat Decker's
1: 101. I, we need, like, something right there, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Somewhere, like, can we get, like, a, a group, like, from the 50s? And, you know, with their big poofy hair, singing that? That's what I want. A, a doo-wop group? Yeah, sure. Okay. Sure.
0: Mm.
1: Or maybe, like, um oh, Barbershop Quartet. Can we do that? Filthy Net one oh one. And then someone else will be like, Filthy
3: ooh. Net 101. Yeah, yeah.
1: Ooh. Okay, that's what we need.
2: That's what we need right there. <laughs> well, we need the
1: barbershop the quartet, Filthy Net one oh
0: one. Yep. We'll use that with some we'll buy that with some of the money from the sponsor you're gonna get
1: us for uh <laughs> next month, Tony, okay? Sounds good to me. So anyway, uh, you want to start with the good news, bad news, in betweenies? What do you want to do first? You want to go? You want me to go? Uh, you've got good news and bad news. Yeah, I got good news and bad news. What's the bad news, Tony? Ah, uh, my son's got COVID. Ah, oh, yep. And it's bad yep. news. Yeah, it's very sad. Uh, like he's fine. He's upstairs right now. Just he's been sleeping basically on and mm-hmm. off for the past four days now. Yeah, that sounds about right. But he's quarantining. Um, I just bring him up food and drink and Mm -hmm. set it outside his door. (laughs) Like, okay, knock, knock, knock. I got food (laughs) and drink for you. (laughs) That disappears. Yep, basically, that's (laughs) what we did. So, but he's fine. I was out to lunch with my grandmother when uh, I found out. And I was like, oh, "Oh, no. Oh, God, you don't want to get her sick? No, not at all. Not at all. But uh, I I tested negative. Uh, The wife tested negative. My older son. Was negative. Oh, well, that's all good news. Yep, yep, that's all good news. And then my older son also got a new job this week. Yeah. Yep, he's uh, working for some new construction company and very different than his last job. Yeah. He came home and he's one of the cleanest people I know. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes multiple showers a day, like, you know, mm-hmm. always super clean. Not his room, his room's a disaster, but that's beside the point. <laughs> and he came home from work. And he was dirty from, like, head to toe. Ugh. Like, filthy. <laughs> like, you know. Like, like a guys. net-decker filthy? Oh, it was, it was dirtier than that. Because <laughs> we keep it clean. Mm. Terrible. <clears throat> yeah. Awful. And so, uh, we were talking and he uh, was like, Dad, you know, everything was really fine. It's like, I don't really care about getting dirty while I'm working. Like I can always come home, whatever. But it's like at lunch, everybody had all these dirty, dirty hands and stuff, <laughs> and then they go to their cool and they take out their sandwiches and they're just eating it with their their dirty hands. You uh, know, he, he worked at a butchery, so
2: you know, know yeah. you
1: you have yep. to be clean when you are working with different
0: foods. Look, if you are selling somebody else the food and you can get somebody else sick, you better be clean with the food. Yes. The second it's under their own control and they're going to get themselves sick, that's on them. So
1: he's like, they just grabbed their sandwich and grabbed their chips with dirt and mud and everything all over their hands. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, kid. Yep. Yeah, I know. He's like, I didn't know what to do, so I just did it too. He's like, but I was not happy with it. <laughs> He didn't want to be the one kid who went and washed his hands. He came back with clean hands to eat.
0: Look at clean hands over here eating his food. Yeah, he figured figured for sure it'd
1: be made fun of, so he was like, nope. I can can 100% see that happening. I'm like, just wrap your sandwich up in some tinfoil or in a bag, and then just pull Mm -hmm. it out of the bag slow, you know, Mm -hmm. so your fingers don't have to touch the food. And don't bring chips. No. And, and then maybe, bring, yeah, anything with a fork, maybe you could do. Slim Jim. Mm, Peel back the Slim Jim. Yep. Something to that effect. Mm-hmm, exactly. He's also like, man, I need more food. I am working so hard out here. Uh-huh.
3: need to eat a lot if you're going to be working like that, yup. Yeah. How about you? You got any good or bad news this week? I've got
0: both good and bad news, but we'll only talk about the good news. I'm an escrow. You're an escrow? What, what does I'm that an mean? Escrow. Escrow is uh means I'm buying a house. It means I've put Ooh, an offer okay. down on the house. They have accepted the offer. We have put money down saying, hey, we're gonna buy this house. So Very nice. Don't sell it to anyone else. So yeah, we're very, very excited. Has, so when's all that happen? Uh the end of next month, June, the end of June. Right
3: before July? Right before July. <laughs> Look at all Even these J's happening. J's. So, uh, hmm. yeah, it's
0: uh, it hit a whole bunch of check marks for us. It's at the very end of a street, so there's there'll be no traffic driving down the road because we're at the very end of it. Nice. It has a gas stove. It has a huge tub. I love the tub. I like to take a bath, but I am a big guy, and the tub is small for the most part, especially in, like, an apartment. But this has a nice big tub that'll fit my my fat body in it. My big body will be able to be covered in water in this uh, tub. So I'm very nice. happy about yeah, I that.
1: I saw a picture of the tub. So
0: yeah, that, that was the, that, that was like the little hit. My realtor was like, congratulations guys. And posted up to Facebook and we're both like, we we're still in escrow. We haven't quite gotten it yet. You know, it's still going to pass inspection. It's still going to do all this other stuff. So thank you for like announcing it. But, we were kind of going to wait until it was official. Right. So if anything falls through now, it's just like, uh, well, there that goes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we were both like, oh, why did you post this on Facebook now? You know, I-, I just posted up a picture of the tub. And, you know, if people know I was looking for a house and they know that's what I wanted, they'd be like, oh, you got a house. That's awesome. You know, but people who wouldn't know would just go, why the heck is Nate posting a picture of a bathtub? He's a weirdo. Well, I mean, that's true, but... That is true. Yeah, facts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very excited about that. So I will be moving everything, hopefully. You know, fingers crossed that everything clears from here for the next month, but then we'll Good be signing luck. paperwork.
1: Ex- fully expect there to be like a huge hurdle you have to jump Yeah, something major to happen because that happens every single time with buying a house.
2: Yeah, Danny is discouraged
1: when something major happens. Danny is absolutely in freak out mode. Mm -hmm. Most expensive thing I've ever bought. I know when we we bought our house um, the day before, like paperwork hadn't come in and something was all messed up. So we're like, Uh okay, we got to push this back. And like, okay, no, it's never going to happen. Forget it. We're never going to buy the house. (laughs) and then we got there and my name was spelled wrong on every single paper. Oh. And when I say every paper, there's a stack like
3: yeah, 6 yeah.
1: inches thick of papers. My name was spelled wrong on every single one of them. Wow. So they had to fix every single one and then reprint them all
3: and uh. that took
1: like 2 to 3 hours of oh. us just sitting there with the former uh homeowners. And we don't know these people. I don't want to talk uh-huh. to these people. <laughs> I just want your house. Leave me alone. <laughs> right, exactly. But we had to sit there and wait. Oh, that's so, terrible. Yeah, I, I think they got my middle initial wrong or something stupid like that. Ugh. Yep. Ugh. And I'm like, does this matter that much? And they're like, yes, it does. I'm, yes, it I'm does. I'm sure it matters quite a lot. Yeah. I, I one time got a uh, credit
0: card sent to me under a completely different name. Max it out, baby. It, it wasn't Nate Piercy. It was Knight Pierce. <laughs> Alrighty, then. I'm like, you got both the first and the last name wrong. That's what someone told me to do is max it out. It's not you. I'm like, yeah, no, maybe not technically, but it definitely has the rest of my information, including my social security number, right?
3: So...
1: Yeah, I guess.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Casual upgrades, Todd. Yep. Wah, 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 wah. No, that was a bad one. That was um, terrible. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Transformers. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, All right. I have this story, and if I don't tell you this story on this podcast today, the people at the Toy Soldier are going to flip out.
0: Because right. I started to read this in the... Because uh, you wrote it out. I started to read this. I went, you know what? I want to listen to this. I did not read this, so I've not heard this. Go on.
1: So my tip for today is to know the rules of deck building before playing. Whether with yeah. friends, whether you're playing in a store, or whatever. Know the format you're about to go play. So, I'm going to start a couple weeks ago. I had a player show up. And I could tell he was very nervous and very new and i'm like oh are you here to i said hey are you uh you here for commander he's like yes i'm like okay um have you played commander you know like what to do he's like no oh, what's commander i know how to play magic though i'm like okay well commander is a 100 card singleton format he's like oh what what does that mean like singletons one of each card i tried to explain it to him he's like oh no i just have like a regular magic deck i'm like Okay, well we have some pre cons for sale, they're really good. He's like, Uh no and he just left. Like he was very nervous about playing, you know, in something he didn't really know anything about. And I was like, Okay, uh-huh. you know, that that that's fine I guess. But that's not really what I'm talking about today. That was it's just something to do with it also. <laughs> uh this week we got a semi regular player. He this is probably like his fifth time playing with us. Um, he for the first time he brought his own homebrewed commander deck with him. Okay. He usually plays with an unsleeved precon deck. Okay. <laughs> yeah? And he also is usually opening a booster box that he buys the same day while playing with his unsleeved commander deck. So okay,
3: okay, so that can could like also mix... be
1: a casual upgrade, but we're not gonna get into that right now. Please don't do that.
2: Yeah, because
1: you don't you don't want to mix cards the cards are... up. Yes, and he is one of the people that he could confuse the two. It's
0: At least if your deck is sleeved, you could be like, this is the deck I'm playing with, these are the cards I'm opening up.
1: Yes, correct. But you, probably, you shouldn't open a booster box while playing against well, commander anyway. Correct. But again, not the story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm getting really distracted from the main point right now. This week, he won his pod. There was, uh, we had three three-man pods. And, um, and as he's like opening his promo pack, he says to one of the other players, Oh my God, you are so dead. I had another one of these uh, Disciplined Duelists in my hand. If you don't know what a Disciplined Duelist is, it's a 2-1 Double Striker with a Shield Counter from the newest set.
0: I had another one in my hand? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And that being the problem here. So it turns out he had five in his deck. It, it, and there's nowhere on there that
1: reads that um, No, it, no, it you is have just multiple copies of that card in your deck No, his homebrew deck was what he could make out of his last booster box He went brokers you know, and mm-hmm. there's any card that fit in there, he made a hundred card deck and brought that
3: Now he only yeah, played one of each card that just happened to be the way it worked out
2: Mm-hmm
3: but he had five of these cards in his deck. Now, as
1: the tournament organizer, I should have just disqualified him. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. you, you can't do that. But no one told me about it until the end of the night. And he had only stayed for that one game and then left.
2: <laughs>
1: so So uh. in, basically in short, make sure your deck is legal. And if you have any questions about it, just ask anyone. And everyone is willing to help. Ugh. Like, I, I just, I was, I'm like, what do you mean? He had five in his deck. It's like, Tony, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why didn't you guys tell me at the time? Like, he already opened his promo pack. He, you know, what What are we going to do? Don't worry. You know, it's not that big a deal. And I'm like, yeah, but still. So next time I see him, I'm going to have to have a sit down with him and talk uh-huh. to him about it. Explain to him how Commander works, what it actually
3: is. Yeah. Uh Like, how do you handle that? As as a judge, would you have handled that? It, it's yeah. after the game's over.
1: He's already been declared a winner. Yeah, and, and everyone else seems like they're okay with it. They were. but uh, like, Everyone were, else seems
0: like they were okay with it, so I'd probably be like, unfortunately, it got this far. There's like no... It, cor- there's yeah. no correcting, I've opened up a booster pack. These are my cards now. I can't be like, nope, I'm going to take those cards from you and give them to somebody else now. That, I would never do that. But it would definitely be a, yeah, next week we're going to talk about how how going forward you can't be doing this again.
1: Okay. Because uh, you know, that's basically what I determined. And I'm like, correct. Yeah. I have no idea what to do. <laughs> like, I've never dealt with this situation before. And you certainly don't want to,
0: like I said, you don't want to take back anything he already has. Oh, that, that's awful.
1: Um. So we got uh, the Streets of New Canaan Championship that happened this weekend. Basically, the Pro uh, Tour. Yeah, and you know what that means? Filthy net decks. Oh, this is this is a great time of year for us. So we're not going to get another one like this until what October. Yeah, yeah, Ugh. and it's that the sting. only. It's yeah. There's no more big championship for the rest of the year except in, in October. Ew. well, let's net deck this out. What are we doing first? Uh, historic or standard? Uh, let's do standard first because that was sure. the one that
3: was the um kind of like the That's the awesome. big one. Yeah. Mm. Um, you want to start with the first one? The first
0: deck we have on here by, by Jan Merkel, is Jan, Jan Merkel. Thank you. Is it Jeskai Hanada? So this runs four Hanada Dawn Crowned and four Goldspan Dragon. All right, that's
1: so, pretty much what the whole deck is based around, right? Yeah, Hanada. Yeah, that's your creature
0: package, and that's what the, you know the deck is supposed to be doing. It uh, runs four of those Magnum Magma Opuses. Because that, with Go- with uh, Hanada, just makes it so that it's... You can cast it for two mana, right? If you, if yep. you have enough targets... You can, you can cast it for two mana. If, if you have enough targets for that thing, so yeah. It runs uh, three Flame-Blessed Bolt, three March of Swirling Mist, one Spike Field Hazard, one Voltage Surge, one Dragon's Fire, four Expressive I- Iteration, for gerari Disruption. I hate this card so much. I, J. <laughs> I get hit with this. So counter target spell. Any spell hits my creatures, hits
1: everything. It's a good card. I hate it. Alright. Just just your opinion. What do you what do you think is a better card?
3: That or sensor? Do you remember sensor? Is sensor the same thing? But with cycling blue. And the Disruption has a land on the back.
2: Mm.
1: I think the Disruption's a little better, because sometimes you just need the land, especially in more of a control deck. I think I like having the land better than a random card that I have to pay mana for. But late in the game, I'd rather have a random card than a land. A tap ah, land. That's true. That is true. Which just makes, you know, I just happened to think <laughs> that while well, I was, whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. But anyway, moving on. This has no.
0: two make disappear, two blue mana for counter-target spell unless its controller pays two and has casualty one. What are you ever sacrificing to it, though? Um, oh, Maybe okay. one of the uh, the
1: Fable of the Mirror Breaker tokens, yep, maybe? Yep, I just saw that. That's what I was thinking. Because I'm like, I don't want to sacrifice my Hanada to this. Or maybe... Um, the magma
0: opus gives you a four four uh blue red elemental that you could probably sack if it was worth it. Yep, yep, that makes sense too. Okay, but most of the time, I'm sure it's just counter target spell as a controller pays two, not four. Mm -hmm. Uh, two negate one shatter skill, smashing and four magma opus, along with four fable of the mirror breaker and a whole bunch of land.
1: Yeah, Uh, I mean, this deck is a deck one.
2: Yeah, it only went
1: four and three though, which is kind of an interesting thing. Hmm. But it did well when it had to do well. Yeah,
0: yep. It it's a deck. It doesn't. I don't think any of these decks popped out was like, yeah, play this. Come play this deck, Nate. None of these are Nate decks. But
1: it, this is a deck. This is not a deck for me. I, no, I'm not. I'm not playing this one at all. I'm. Not, I'm not either. But you know, hey, it won, so mm-hmm. it must be a good deck. And unlike what Ob Jim was saying last week, it's not Esper. Correct. What's the number two deck, Tony? Uh, stay, staying on that one for a second. Okay. Um, I thought that was the perfect uh, transition, but that's fine. No, it was. I was hoping in the, um, the thing it would
3: have that deck, but it doesn't have that deck <laughs> in the graph that I sent you. That's not one of the top decks. So, one though. It did win, but it's not in the graph. Interesting. So, that was a great transition. So, we're just going to move on to the next one.
1: <laughs> uh, we got Esper Midrange coming up in second ah. place. Hard to believe, right? What, 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 was this? what was Esper Midrange's win rate?
0: Does it say that what Simon Nielsen's win rate with this deck was? Um, he went 6-1 with it. 6-1? Yeah, you're right. It's not very good.
1: It's significantly <laughs> better overall than that last one. Yeah. It, but, over like, in the grand scheme of things, it only had a 44% win rate. Wow. So that is really, really bad. Mm-hmm. It is, it's not the worst win rate. But it's, it's below 50%. It seemed to only have good matchups against uh, Jund, basically. Yeah. Um, so this deck um, has four Luminarch Aspirant, four Tenacious Underdog, everybody's
3: favorite card, four Rafine the Scheming Seer, not the. You're right. Just Rafine, scheming seer. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't have the? Scheming. Okay. Yeah. Scheming. Scheming seer. Scheming
2: Schier.
1: Schier. <laughs> uh, It's got seven planeswalkers in this in this deck. Kaidoji's <laughs> King, Soren the Mirthless, Four of the Wandering Emperor, and a Lolf. So if you want Planeswalkers, this is it right here.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: got one Spell Pierce, three Infernal Grasp, four Vanishing Verse, one Amiria's Call. And then for enchantments, it's got two Meat Hook Massacres and four wedding announcements. And a bunch of lands. And a bunch, bunch of lands. 26. That's a lot of lands. Mm-hmm. Um deck seems like a good control deck. It's, they call it mid-range because I guess it's got the aspirants and the underdogs. But this just really seems like this a, is control. This feels like control to me. Mm-hmm. It feels like mid-range like on the edge of control. Yeah. So it's got a lot of creatures because even like Lolth, the Wandering Emperor, Soren, Kaido, they all make creatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Again, not my style deck. I'm not, Clearly 6-1, and one, it did well. Did really
0: well also name. because it was played by a very good Magic player and not by two filthy net deckers who have a podcast. That's true, that's
1: true. Simon Nielsen is pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also Just Guy Storm, right? Yep. How did that
0: one do? Um, that one, it also went 6-1 and one in Standard. Wow. Um. Looks like we got four gold span dragon, three leer disciple of the drowned.
3: Uh. Hold on one minute. I'll be right back. You got it, boss. Burr. Chill. Sixty-five degrees. I shouldn't be having a chill. So the next deck we're talking about is Jeskai store. Yes, it is. We've got uh four already, gold. But I already talked about this. I've talked about this deck. But you're going to have to wait till the end of the show to be able to hear about it. Okay. So, just so you know, there might be an Easter egg at the end of the episode. Okay.
1: <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. Stay till the end. It's so worth it if Craig didn't mess everything up. Craig? If, if Craig messed it up, I'm sorry. You guys missed out on the greatest reading of a deck list ever. God, I am
0: scared to hear this. I had to step away, and this is what Tony does. Okay, so Jeskai Storm. Yeah. So this is the Jeskai Storm deck that once you once they drop down Lier, they win because they have twenty nine spells in their graveyard. Yeah, for sure.
3: Fading treasures.
0: March of Swirling Mist, Spike Field Hazard, Voltage Storm, Expressive Iteration, galvatic Iteration, Jawari Disruption. I don't even know. How do you say that? Surgi- Jawari Disruption. No, the next card. Sajiri Shelter.
1: Sajiri
0: Shelter. Show of confidence. Big score. Unexpected Windfall.
1: I yeah. like that you didn't ask me how to pronounce Voltage Surge. Okay, Because well, you call it a voltage storm. Did I say storm? <laughs> so I didn't know, maybe you didn't know how to pronounce the word surge.
3: <laughs> so, this is the final week of the Filthy net Decker <laughs> podcast. We hope you enjoyed it, guys.
0: <laughs> Only took me one year and one week to get sick of Tony.
1: <laughs> That's actually longer than most people, so.
0: I don't know how his wife has done it for this long. Uh, me either. Me either. <laughs> uh, this this deck is nothing special. It's play Lear and go crazy. I'm not a huge fan of this deck, playing it or playing against
1: it. It it seems strong, but it doesn't seem fun to me. Nope, not at all.
3: Like you said, it's play Lear and win, mm-hmm. and that's it. You know. Nope. Yep. Yeah, not 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 my thing either
1: not mine either. What's the next one? Okay, we got Naya midrange. This this is probably more along the style I would play. Yeah, this deck went 6 and 1 also. So, hopefully it's a good one. We got four Gala Greeters, the card that I said was going to make was going to be pretty good in this set. Uh, four Luminarch Aspirant, two Skyclave Apparition, one Legion Angel, uh, two Workshop Warchief, one Sanctuary Warden. I got hit hard with this card recently. Um, if you don't know what it is, 4-white-white white for a 5-5 five, five flyer enters the battlefield with 2 shield counters on it. Ew. When it enters the battlefield or attacks, you can remove a counter from a creature or a planeswalker you control. That doesn't necessarily mean this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean a shield counter, but it can be. If you do, draw a card and create a 1-1 one, one green and white citizen.
0: Well, luckily you got that Luminarch Aspirin and those Gala Greeters putting plus 1, plus 1 counter th- on things, huh?
1: Exactly. It's also got three wandering emperor, four voltage storms, one valorous stamp. Uh, Tony, it's actually called pronounced voltage surge. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Do you not know how to pronounce the word surge, Tony?
1: See, I thought maybe that's just what we were calling this card from
3: now on. <laughs> four Miraus call. It's got four seekers chariot, of course, because that's gonna be great. Four Fable of the Mirror Breaker, and four Wedding Announcements. This deck seems fine. This deck seems fine,
0: but out of all of the decks, it's the only one I would play. But I'm not also
3: going, I want to play this, you know? This just seems like a lot of good cards.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: You know? Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I
0: mean, how we say that like it's a bad thing. This looks like a lot of good cards, like it's, it's a bad it's thing. It's just like it's, a pile of good cards.
1: It is what mm-hmm, it is. Mm-hmm. What's up next?
0: Grixis Vampires. This also went six and one. So I guess to win the tournament, you need to go less than six and one. We have two Bloodthirsty Adversary, four Bloodtie Harvester, two Tenacious Underdog. Is underdog? Is a vampire? No, it's a human warrior. Okay. For Corpse Appraiser, when it enters the battlefield, exile up to one target creature card from a graveyard. If a card is put to exile this way, look at the top of the cards of your library, then put one of those cards your, in, from your hand and the rest into your graveyard. Okay. And then two Evelyn the Covetous. Flash, when Evelyn or another vampire enters the battlefield... Under your control, exile the top card of each player's library with a collection counter on it. On each turn, you may play a card from exile with a collection counter on it if it was an exiled by an ability you control. And you may spend mana if, as if it was any color to cast those spells.
1: Interesting. Now, if it's an instant, you can still. You can cast on anybody's, but if it's not an instant, they can't be cast, right? On your opponent's turn? It says, on each turn, you may play a card from Exile with a collection counter on it. Right, but say it's a creature, you can't cast it on your opponent's turn, right? Correct. Yeah, that, That's really what I was asking. I've never yes. actually used this card, so I just want to make sure.
0: Yes, it, it is um, time-restricted, yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It does not say immediately cast, where that, that would be overwrite the restriction
3: of being able to cast a creature on your opponent's turn. Some cards say immediately cast it, and that's why. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got four Plantswalkers, three Kato, and one Sorin. Bunch of spells, Duress, Ray of Enfeeblement, Spell Pierce,
0: Voltage Surge, Infernal Grasp, and one Soul Transfer couple of meat hook massacres and four fable of
1: the mirror breaker i mean this is a deck so a lot of the cards in this deck i don't like uh the meat hook massacre in in this top eight field at least seems bad Mm -hmm. and duress seems real bad against a leer
3: yeah right aren't they just gonna cast it again like Mm -hmm. they i don't think they care that much Yeah, and I don't know. I think Meek Hook, Meek Hook Massacre hits some stuff.
0: Yeah, and the Naya mid-range deck, but what about the rest of them? Like maybe cause... not against maybe not against Jeskai Hanada, but it'll take out the Esper mid-range creatures. It'll take out the Naya mid-range creatures. It'll take out a mirror. The next deck is Jund mid-range. The deck after that is Jund mid-range. The deck after that is Esper mid-range. So, it I think Meat Hook Massacre is a good card in this field. May, it, maybe not against the top deck, the deck
1: that won, but. Yeah. Just the last couple just seems like. Didn't seem mm-hmm. very good. Um, what do you think? You, is this something you think about playing? No,
3: not even a little bit. Nothing about this deck excites me. Same. Same. Which is kind of disappointing. hmm. No, I agree. Up next, we have Jund Midrange,
1: another 6-in-1 deck. Uh, it's got four Black Market Tycoon, two Galagreeders, two Tenacious Underdog, two Valky, three Ginny Fay, Jetmir's second, one Halana and Alana Partners, one Workshop Warchief, two Ziatara, the Incinerator. Um, the spells seem very similar to the last one, with one Duress, one Raven Feeblement, three Voltage Surges, one Infernal Grasp, one shatter Skull Smashing, and two Riveteers Charms. And this this runs
0: the Riveteer Charms, where the other one didn't. But yeah, it's very surprising that yeah.
1: they're very, very similar. In,
2: uh...
0: They
1: were very similar. Interesting. Um, well, yeah, the other one wasn't uh, uh, jund. That's why this one, mm-hmm. it was Grixis instead. This is um,
0: Riveteers.
1: Yep. Uh for a seeker's chariot, two Hook Massacre, four Fable of the Mirror Breaker. This kind of seems like I like this deck better than the Grixis one.
0: I do too. Just I very much like this. I, like. One. I very much like this much better. Um I didn't I don't think I've seen the combo of Black Market Tycoon and Ginny Fay together. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good one. Tap it make a 3-1 with uh 2-2 with haste, you know? mm hmm don't take any damage off of the treasure tokens because they're There's not one. treasure tokens. Yeah. Even cool. greeters making tapped three ones with vigilance, you know? Yeah, seems good to instead me. Instead of making the two
3: two. So. Yeah, I like a lot of this stuff here. This is the deck I would play. I could see myself playing this
0: deck.
1: Ginny Faye with the Seeker's Chariot, too. Ooh, mm-hmm. I like that.
0: Mm-hmm. With Zator the Incinerator, sack one of the tokens, get three, um, get three more because you get three treasure tokens. So you oh,
1: get three. Oh, that's so dirty, right? Yep. But this
0: this deck I'll try. This is the looking at this deck, talking about it. This is the deck
3: I'll try. Sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah. This deck seems like the most fun to me. Yep, hundred percent. I completely agree with that.
0: The next one is Jund Midrange. And then what we just said this last deck was. Yep. does not look the same whatsoever, though. No. This runs four Blood tithe Harvester. That's not in the last deck. This runs one Tenacious Underdog instead of two. This runs one Valky instead of two. And three Briarbridge Tracker. Vigilance, when it enters the battlefield. Four Briarbridge Tracker. Vigilance man enters the battlefield, investigate, and as long as you control a token, it gets plus two plus zero. It's a great card. It's fine. Um, it's a couple planeswalkers, one Lolf, and one Renin Seven. The spell package that we've seen in almost every other one. Duress, Voltage Surge, and Infernal Grasp, Three Riveteers Charm, and this one also runs to Unleash the Inferno. Four mana. Unleash the Inferno deals seven damage to target creature or planeswalker. When it deals excess damage this way, destroy target artifact or enchantment an opponent controls with mana value less than or equal to the amount of excess damage.
1: I Assume this is so, just killing other people's meat hook massacres or a
0: A lot of words to say. Yeah, but yeah, to say what it does—that's a lot
1: of words. Yeah, deal four damage to a creature, destroy target enchantment three or less.
0: Trample. Yeah, trample that damage
1: over some way. Yeah, it's just—it's
0: a lot of words, mm-hmm. and then. As we've seen in every other deck, four Seekish Chariot, two Meat Hook Massacre, and four Fable of the Mirror Breaker. Unbelievable. Like, that just seems to be in every deck right now. Yep. yep. Because of the, how good the Seekish Chariot and Fable of the Mirror Breaker are
1: together, even. Yep. Fable Which, of the Mirror Breaker is just, a, it seems like the best card in Standard right now. Mm-hmm. But not overly powered broken
0: good. No. Just, just good. You know, it does, it's not like we're going to need to ban it
3: good. I would hope not. That definitely doesn't seem bannable. Correct. But it's still very good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: I mean, I like the last Jun mid-range better Mm -hmm. than this one. Me too. That last deck looks more fun than this deck. This one went five and two. The other one went six and one.
1: Yeah. The last deck also went five and two as another Esper mid-range deck. So Mm -hmm. two out of the top eight were Espers. And this looks exactly like the other one. Yeah,
3: yeah, it does. Yeah. It looks pretty so, much the exact same. Um but so I yeah. I I looked at all of these
0: deck lists earlier this week when this came out and I was like, you know, nothing here excites me. Even even the Jun mid range deck that I'll say I will play, it did not excite me until we had to like once we sat down and were like really going over it here. I just looked it and went, Yeah, it's it is. It's deck. Yes, it is. It is Um,
1: deck. Now, we got a fancy little graph here, too. Uh, The deck that got played the most was Esper Midrange.
3: Okay. And
1: um, 275 matches. It won 44% of them. Wow. That's really bad. Uh, Wow. Only only did well against Jund. So if you're playing anything else, you're generally going to beat Esper. Mm -hmm. So, Obi-Jim Kenobi, here you go. This one's for you. Yep. Naya Runes was the second most represented deck, with 120 matches, and this deck did even worse, at 41%. Um, Ew. The only deck that this seemed to beat up on is Esper Midrange. The rest of them, 11% against Jeskai Storm, 0% against Grixis Vampires. They did not win a match against Grixis. Oh. <laughs> right? That seems terrible. So, um, I guess they're saying in tournaments, don't bring Naya Rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the best deck to have played was Grixis Vampires. Yep. 64% win rate. Um, the
3: only deck it seemed to have a bad matchup against is Jund Midrange. Mm-hmm. But, Tony. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Love you. Bye, honey. Love you, Danny. Tony says he loves you, too. A blue order kiss, from Tony. No, no, that was from me.
1: No, no, that was from me. No, nope.
3: unbelievable, unbelievable. All right, let me go to the dog in real quick. Then we can finish up with the historic deck list. The dog out. Oh, who? 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 I mean, we've been recording for like an hour, but we only have probably like a half hour worth of content so far. <laughs> False. Uh, so, we get some historic deck lists too, because this
1: was a um, standard and historic. Yeah, time. that's how the uh,
0: standard deck that only went four and three won.
3: because I'm assuming Yon's uh, historic deck went crazy. And it looks like they played Rakdos Arcanist and went 7-1 with their Rakdos Arcanist list. Found it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he did really well with this. Ugh. Um, You know who would love this deck? Onik, for sure. Onik. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's,
1: he's definitely a Raktos Arcanist fan. This is running
0: four Dreadhorde Arcanist, one Croxa, and four Seasoned Pyromancers. For Planes Rockers, it's running two Sorin. Spells, it's got four Fatal Push, four Inquisition of Kozalik, four Thoughtseize, four Unholy Heat, and two Molten Impact. Molten Impact deals 4 damage to target creature or player. If excess damage was dealt this way when you cast your next instant or sorcery spell, Molten Impact deals damage equal to the excess to target creature or planeswalker.
1: Okay. 4 Unlicensed Curse. This card is getting played everywhere in competitive magic. Yeah. Yeah. In, in like, Legacy and Vintage, this deck is a house. Exile up to 2 cards
0: from a single graveyard. Tap it to exile up to two cards from a single graveyard. Its power and toughness
3: are equal to the number of cards exiled with it. Crew two. So, first turn, you exile two cards right away. It's a two-two.
0: Second turn, you exile two cards right away. It's a four-four. And then third turn, you swing in with a four-four?
1: You can. But it's really good like um, against the graveyard decks, the dredges and things like mm-hmm. that. It's good as
0: a graveyard
1: hate card. Yeah, and then it just becomes too big mm-hmm.
3: to be able to stop it. Okay, interesting. And then uh, for fable of the mirror breaker, go figure. Who to thunk? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's there isn't much different in this list from the previous ones, except for the unlicensed hearst. Yeah.
1: Um, up next is the, it's kind of like the decklist I was playing to get to Mythic in November.
3: As soon as my internet works, I'll tell you all about it. It's just doing the swirly gig right now. There we go.
1: Uh, this is the one that Simon Nielsen played. Uh, he went five and three with it, so it doesn't seem that great right now. Uh, one Dauntless Bodyguard, four Esper Sentinel, one Giant Killer, one Thraben Inspector, two Katilda, the Donhart Prime, four Thalia's Lieutenant, four Thalia, Guardian of Thraben, three Adeline Resplendent Cathar, four Rager, Captain of Eos, three Skyclave Apparition, four Inquisitor Captain, and four Collected Company.
3: Yep. yep. This is just like the selesnia Humans list I was mm-hmm. using. A long 100%. time 100%. Yep. Yep. Still rocks. Still a good deck, believe it or not. And the next
0: deck we got is probably the best deck in historic. Oh yeah, look at that. Eight came, and O. Came Ooh. in eighth place. They went eight and O with this deck. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. This is Golgari food. Runs Luris as the companion because that, that's smart. The only format Lurus is still legal in. I was going to say, we could play Lurus? Ugh. All right, so we got four Cauldron Familiar, one Cursebound Rich, four Gilded Goose, four Ravenous Squirrel. Yep, that's... Let me guess, Mm -hmm. is there a uh, Witch's Oven? Oh, look at that, Witch's Oven, and Soul Guide Lantern, and Deadly Dispute, and Fatal Push, and Bone Shards, and Meat Hook Massacre, and
1: Trail of Crumbs. Yep, this... this 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 is the same list, basically, that we were playing... Mm-hmm. Months ago, too. Not, not much has changed really in historic. Nope, no,
2: not which at is kind of
1: good. It, and look, the deck after that is Gogari
0: Food. That went seven and one, and it's the same exact deck list. Is it the same exact
2: seventy-five?
0: Uh, fifteen yes. sideboard, including yep, every yep. card, including
1: uh, yep, every card. Yep, exactly. Yep, go figure. Hey. Well, between the two of them, 15 and 1. So,
3: you, wanna, like you one want
0: one. to play a deck in historic look at Golgari Food. Hey, until, they,
1: until they they ban Lurus. Guess what we have in fourth place? Uh, what? Drakdos Arcanist. What? No way.
3: You know,
0: this, this one's a, a, this
1: deck, a little bit different. Yeah, but, I was just going to say, this looks a little different. It's ra- running four young peasies. Yeah. It just—it's still going to be the same, though. It's doing the same exact thing. It also has two Chandras, one Sarkin Wanderer to Shiv, one Sorin the Mirthless, and a bunch of cards. It still has the Unlicensed Hearse in it. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. I can see Unlicensed Hearse being really strong against uh, Grease Fang and against yeah uh, Cruxa and things like yeah. that. Yeah. No, I agree.
2: And like and... you said, get
1: big and out of control too. Yep, for sure it can. And then guess what we have next? Another copy of Solesnia Humans. Of course we do. And this looks the like the exact same deck list as the other one. Let's see. Yep. Same 75. Yep, great.
0: <laughs> and then not we should talk about. We have two more decks. There are two more decks here. And they're both the same deck. <laughs> yes, they are. Well, roughly the same they're deck. They're both as it Phoenix. Yes, they are. I think they're a little bit different because uh, one is running Ledger, Ledger Shredder, and the other one is like, I don't know what that card is. <laughs> if you don't one, know what Ledger Shredder is by now. One deck is like, I'm running four of like this best creature ever, and the other deck is like, Who? Doesn't yeah. make sense to me because if I was running, is it Phoenix? It would have to have the Ledger Shredder in it. That card is absolutely disgusting.
1: Yes. Yep. Agreed. Is Symmetry Sage worth it? Uh, I don't see it being worth it. I mean, it, it it can be because I mean it increases your Dragon's Rage Chandler. Chandler, not Chandler. Does it? Yeah. Yes. It, does. Uh, it will always increase dragon Rage Chandler. Yes.
0: Yeah. So it will always increase Dragon Rage Channel, it will always increase itself, it will always increase Ledger Shredder. Seems good maybe to me is, Yeah, maybe it is worth it.
1: Uh, but all of that seems great,
0: you know? It, yeah, the spell package certainly has not changed since ever.
1: Yeah, one thing I just want to say about his, the historic metagame in general. Yep. Yeah. It, it seems like, I know people want to say it's expensive to do this, and... You know, just making one of these decks is really hard on uh, Arena. But it's been good now for six months to a year. Yep. All these
0: decks. Once you get your deck, you will be able to play it for a while as long as they don't ban anything
1: out of it. And they all, like, these are the same decks that have been good now for a long time. Yep. Absolutely. If if you're going to play a format and you're worried about the cost of Arena, get one of these decks. Mm-hmm. And then you know something you enjoy. Please first,
3: absolutely.
1: Um, one another deck I want to talk about that went seven and one by uh, Yuan Chen.
0: Uh, is it your Celestian Enchantress deck? Uh,
1: of course it is. Of course. Um, yep, it went. Uh, it's the Solemnity Nine Lives combo deck. It went uh, seven and one. So did you see their list? I am looking at it. Yes. How many yep. copies of Solemnity? Only two, which is kind of surprising. Wow. Because Solemnity seems really good in certain matchups, but again, like... there's And there's one in the sideboard, so they can go up to three. Right. Against a Skyclave Apparition deck, I'd rather have more Solemnities. Just because you can kill their things, but you always want more, just in case. Mm-hmm. This, this, like, I wouldn't be running the Wolf Willow Haven. Uh,
0: yeah, I, that's what I'm... I'm looking at this list going, what is this list?
1: Candle Trap seems like a bad card. I'd rather just have something else. Commute I do like spirits? the two rest of these
3: What? Uh, I, I don't know why. I, I don't know. I do like the Sigil of the Empty Throne. Yeah, I the,
1: do too. The list. Sigil um, of the Empty Throne is nice, but... And this, this one also doesn't have the... Um, Approach of the second sun
0: doesn't have approach of the second sun, and it it's running sigil of the empty throne. But wouldn't you rather run hollowed haunting instead?
3: Which is better, sigil of the empty throne or hollowed haunting? They're both good in their own way. Believe it or not, because it's like the new uh, one that I've been playing has the
1: sigil in it. Yeah. But um, it it's worked out well having the four fours after they wipe the board and I just get like two.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Having two four four flyers is really it's, good. It's better than two two twos on the ground that aren't doing as yeah.
0: much. Exactly. I hear you. I just think I prefer the hollowed haunting over the sigil. That's all.
1: Yeah, I, I can see it going either way. Um, but I definitely still like the. Uh, because my new deck doesn't have the Gauntlets of Light and I think it needs it Yeah, because I really
0: I, like that online. I loved the Gauntlets of Light when I was running this deck that was like the I would have it and then be like oh wait I have to sacrifice my Sterling Grove first then play it
1: which is painful
2: uh-huh.
1: Yeah, but I still love this deck and I'm, I'm glad it's still doing well I, I know you do it's the only deck I'm winning with right now so. if man and deck could marry you would marry it <laughs> I understand uh, you're not that wrong. You're not that wrong. So, you can find the Filthy Net Dickers podcast on all social media. Follow us everywhere, please. We're on Twitter, Facebook, pretty much everywhere. Um, just look us up, Filthy Net Tickers podcast, and we'll be there. Uh, you can find me at MTG underscore Tony or Nate at Darth Heretic on Twitter. Give us a follow. Uh, Let us know that you're listening to us. We'd really appreciate it. Um, If you want to become a sponsor of this podcast, please let me know. (laughs) I will literally chill for just about anything, okay? If you are the best diner in Saskatchewan, dude, I will talk you up to no end. Let me know. Plus, I will personally send you the picture. Like, I'll take a Polaroid of Nate in a dress. So, there's that. If you want to watch uh, Nate stream on Twitch, not sure if he'll be in a dress or not, but you can look up that <laughs> on <our Theretic> MTG. <laughs> Patreon.com slash netdeckers is the greatest place to help support us. We really appreciate every single one of you. Thank you so, so much. Uh, feel free to share deck lists with us. It makes our jobs that much easier. And don't forget to stay tuned to the Easter egg at the end of this episode because. Nate is going to be dying laughing when he hears it, and
3: he's going to have to put it at the end. And if he doesn't, I'm going to be highly disappointed. Nate, whatever you say? you got anything? I'm good. Cool. I guess that's it. We're done. Bye. Bye. You got a bus? Burr. Chill. 65 degrees, I shouldn't be having a chill. I wonder where he went. Nate, where'd you go? He went to go do laundry. Just kind of random. He's like, you know what? Hey, I gotta rush out. Gotta go do some laundry. Maybe not. I don't know. You know he does this on purpose.
1: You know he does this on purpose. He wants me to start singing. He wants me to do something funny. And he's going to listen to this later. And he's like, oh, this is going to be great for the end of the show.
3: And I'm not going to do it. You're not going to get me to sing. That's not true. It doesn't take much to make me sing. Pretty much just do it on a whim. But I just know I'm going to start. And then he's going to like come in the room. And then I'm going to feel awkward because I'm singing random stuff. I mean, I could go on with this Jeskai Storm
1: deck without him. I don't even need him here. You know, I can talk about the four Goldspan Dragons, the three Lear, Disciple of the Drowned. It's also got two Fading Hope, one March of the Swirling Mist, four Spike Field, a Hazard. Oh, you know what I could do? Okay, okay, check this out. Check this out. Nate's going to come back, and he's not going to know what's going on. I am going to sing this deck list. Maybe it'll be a rap. I don't know. We've got four span Dragon, three Leer, Disciple of the Drowned, two Fading Hope, one March of Swirling Mist, four Spike Field Hazard, and three Voltage Surge, four Expressive Iteration, three Galvanic Iteration, three Jawari Disruption, one sagiri Shelter, two Show of Confidence, four Pig Score, two Unexpected Windfall, four Fable of the Mirror Breaker, We got one Hall of the Storm Giants, we've got three islands, five mountains, two Odawara Soaring City, four... (music)